1: A big week of tech earnings, and all in all, business remains good. Profitability is increasing, and these giant tech companies, they're returning a lot of cash to shareholders. Could this be a sign of more to come? It is Friday, February 2nd. Welcome to the Tech Check Podcast. I am Mark Gilbert with Deirdre Bosa. Hello, Z. Happy Friday.
0: Happy Friday. Wow, this has been a very, very long week. It's like the Super Bowl week of tech earnings, plus the Super Bowl this weekend, just a lot going on. You said business remains good. Let me, correct, business remains great. I mean, these mega cap companies, they're waiting in the broader markets has just been increasing, increasing, and they keep executing and keep delivering. And like the one mega cap so far that hasn't like, had a you know, shares are down on the quarter. Well, I mean, we can talk about Apple too, but Google, right? The one of the week, though, that I think is catching investors' attention is Meta with that surprise dividend. I don't think anyone saw that coming. And shares are spiking. What were they at? Like 21% at one point?
1: Just today. Yeah, I think they're still up 21% right now. Just a complete re-rating for Meta shares. I agree. I mean, that's, that's easily the most interesting one.
0: It's also interesting because of what it went through. I mean, Mark Zuckerberg a few years ago, like completely lost the confidence of Wall Street. Investors thought that a spending on the metaverse was a really stupid idea and it was out of control. As you held on, like just what a comeback story. I heard someone on our air this morning. I I loved this analogy. They were like, you buy a house and it takes you nine months to feel settled in that house, buy some furniture, it starts to feel like home. (laughs) Zuckerberg turned around a company. In like twelve months, <laughs> he turned the ship. What uh, he has done, the renovations he's done on Meta has just been like a hundred percent level.
1: I mean, and in November, in November twenty twenty two, this stock was trading below one hundred dollars a share. Right now, it's trading. I'm just looking right now. It's trading at four hundred and seventy eight dollars a share. It's up since November twenty twenty two. It's not that long ago. It's you know fourteen months ago. It's up four hundred and twenty six percent.
0: Um and let me just say, go back and watch our Tech Check Weekly, the iPhone moment. It wasn't really us. It was actually Brad Gerstner, but we did a whole deep dive on that for our weekly saying why this is Meta's iPhone moment. And I mean, <laughs> it's aged pretty well because it does yeah. feel like that was the moment where everything turned and who knows? <laughs> it's only been a year. We know how things can change, but right now Mark Zuckerberg is looking really good. So not only has he convinced Wall Street that he knows what he's doing with the year of efficiency, but now a dividend. That is like exactly what investors want. <laughs> it's not necessarily right. what like your typical Silicon Valley founder wants, right? The whole idea is invest every dollar of profitability back into the company. Um, But it's certainly, certainly what Wall Street wants. And if you're a broader investor, it's just another way to make money, which it's interesting because if you are a tech investor, it's not all that typical, especially for like younger growthier companies. So what we were sort of arguing today is that this isn't just about meta. The dividend is part of this broader shift among tech over the last few years. Like I said, it used to be that high growth tech companies would put every dollar profit back into the business to develop the next generation of innovation, but also protect against disruption in their own industry.
1: Right. And, and 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 what sort of happened is that we have higher rates in the economy and all these companies led by Zuckerberg's, you know, year of efficiency, right? That that he, you know, cut, did what, two rounds of 7% layoffs back to back? I mean, really cut a huge amount of employees and this push for profitability that we've seen across silicon valley and across tech has led to more discipline, better cash flow and then these, you know, huge cash reserves and what do you, you know, then what do companies do with that money that they have sitting in in their balance sheet is that they return it to investors.
0: Right. And what what we kind of want to point out is that this is also like a really strange moment. I like how Sarah Eisen put it to me this morning after we sort of finished running this all down. She said they can walk and chew gum at the same time. They can have both. They can return capital to shareholders and they can continue to innovate as they have. They've continued during this year of efficiency to um, increase their market cap, their share of the market, while being disciplined, while developing generative AI and spatial computing. Um,
1: so, right. I mean, yeah, and, go but, ahead. and just sort of the, the other point I wanted to make is just about. Sort of the fun part about about covering um, business and and the economy is that sort of at any particular moment there's something new and and sort of unique about it. And I think about how how sort of strange a moment it is, right? That you have these massive companies, a lot of them trading near all time highs. The economy isn't in recession, right? Their companies are doing well, consumers are spending, and yet because of what just happened in 2021. Coming out of COVID, coming out of you know zero interest interest rate phenomenon, coming out of these fears of an economic slowdown that were always just around a corner, uh, <laughs> coming after all of these interest rate changes, they're all focused on profitability. So you have all these companies, you know, trading at all time high. The economy is doing great, and yet everyone's. You know, cutting costs as if we're in the middle of a recession. And so, right. what what is the outcome of, of that sort of perfect strange storm? Is that you have high performing companies also with a ton of cash? Exactly. Know, that they're and, sitting
0: on. and Meta is just such a good example because of the super six. Let's call it. We're we're leaving Tesla aside for a moment. <laughs> it's the youngest. It's the youngest company. It should still be more in growth mode than say, like a Microsoft or Apple. But it's also younger than a Google, right? Um, Google would be Early. like the next youngest in that number. And so Microsoft and Apple, they've had capital return programs for a long time. Google and Amazon, <laughs> they their lack of a robust capital return program is glaring after this move from Meta. So it got us thinking, could Meta Surprise Dividend pressure Google and Amazon to do the same? Um, Meta was founded in 2004. So that's partly why it's dividend was such a surprise last night. But let's talk about Amazon, why it doesn't have a capital return program. It's been around for like nearly 30 years, but it didn't actually start posting consistent profits until 2015 when its high margin AWS cloud unit started making up for narrow margins in e-commerce and can, even can then. Just, yeah.
1: Can I just say like how strange a moment it is that we're talking about an Amazon capital return program? <laughs> right. Like a couple of years ago, the whole point of Amazon was that they ran, you know, the, the like meme around Amazon, right? Was that they ran at a huge loss um and that the company didn't make any money at all. And the whole point was that they were trying to gain market share um and 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 sort of lose as much money in the process. That was always like the Bezos way. Like, how much money can we lose on this project to gain market
0: well, share? There's also this question, like e-commerce has so many real world inputs, as we say. So it's not like the greatest business in the world, like Google search, where you can increase margins just kind of like endlessly and turn on taps for profitability. It's like a really hard business. And then AWS cloud computing came along and that is through and through a tech business with high margins. So that helped, but then Amazon was still pouring all that profitability back into the company. Remember over the pandemic, it doubled its logistics footprint, which is just an insane idea. It was already so big, it doubled like the number of fulfillment centers, trucks on the road, et cetera, et cetera. Where it's like rivaling UPS and FedEx, right? This quarter, though, everything just seemed to start working for Amazon. You've got operating income, which soared. No longer the days of unprofitable Amazon. You've got better e-commerce margins. We could do an hour on this alone. How e-commerce margins went from like under 3% to something like 8%. That's just an amazing feat. And that's why you buy Amazon at such a high Price to earnings multiple because it does these things that spend so much money. And they've just got this amazing management. And Andy Jassy has continued that to make the company more efficient while spending a ton. And then also, interest income, which we thought was interesting <laughs> because once Amazon and the other cash piles grow, interest rates are higher. You're getting a better yield on cash that's sitting in the bank. So that also helps. That doesn't just help Amazon, which now has a bigger and bigger cash pile. It's a benefit for all the mega caps that have reserves. It was in actually the, tens the, and hundreds I mean, the of billions.
1: The whole inspiration for today's story was actually you showed me a chart of Amazon in, Amazon's interest income, right? Which is the money mm-hmm. that it makes just by the the yield that it gets on its cash, right? It's it's comparable yeah. to you or I, the money that we just risk get free. from our risk free that we get from our savings account, right? And so yeah. if you're in a high yield savings account right now, you get four and a half percent, but for the last you know thirty years, you got nothing when when interest right. rates were were close to zero. The zero. Um, era. Yeah, and and you showed me this chart that you know Amazon's has been negative forever, and then all of a sudden this quarter they're actually making some some interest income.
0: Right, and Amazon uh, Amazon's only got like tens of only tens of billions in cash reserves. Think of an Apple; it's like more than two hundred billion. It, and I mean, Apple's not a great example because it has actually returned so much money to investors in the form of buybacks and dividends. But it also just tells you that like all the mega caps are getting more profitable. So this this makes a lot of sense. Alphabet um, is such an interesting one because it has a buyback program, but it has resisted issuing a dividend for years. And it's so funny over the last few quarters, when I got on the phone with the CFO, Ruth Porat, after earnings, I always ask, what's your capital allocation plan? What's your capital allocation plan? Are you going to do a dividend? Are you going to do a dividend? She's like, no, we're happy. But you have to wonder now if the pressure's on, right? And it's, it's kind of like this crazy mind shift for an Alphabet because this is such a classic Silicon Valley company, particularly in the culture. Put the profits back into moonshot ventures like self-driving cars and internet balloons, that moonshot factory called Other Bets that is so unique to Alphabet.
1: Right. I mean, I I think sort of taking a step back here, right? Apple already has its massive capital return program. Microsoft has a, a pretty strong uh dividend and share buyback. Now you've got Meta. Um and you have, you know, Nvidia has a has actually a pretty small one, but it's had one for a while and it is producing a lot of cash. It is, you know, in particular has sort of seen this like moonshot growth the last couple of years, so I think it's a bit of an outlier. And I agree that really the two to watch are Amazon and Alphabet and it is just such a I'm going to use sort of a <laughs> like a Gen Z phrase. I... It's a it's a vibe shift, right?
0: It's a vibe. It's like a, I actually it's like thought complete, about using
1: that. <laughs> yeah, it's like a complete change of of how investors view these companies, how these companies' management's view themselves, and and sort of like maybe a, an inflection point for what these companies are. Like they're going from the young, growthy, totally. innovative parts of society to you know, are they the new GE and and sort of things like big mm-hmm. conglomerates that are just sort of steady, steady companies that are going to return cash to shareholders.
0: They're mature, right? And that's the point about um, Meta and Google, which are the younger, growthier ones. Um, But I, I wouldn't, let me say, I'll go on record, I would not be surprised to see Alphabet do a dividend sometime over the next year or so, especially because all these companies, they're like really taking cues from Wall Street. You've seen that with Google early this year with the layoffs, with the focus on efficiency. Um, so a little bit of a wonky topic for us today, but we love it. We think that capital allocation plans are really interesting, especially for these tech companies. Um, certainly we'll be talking about it as we go forward and tech earnings is an overmark. So we'll be back with more.
1: And check out our weekly later today on Google Search and when if any of the disruptors and you know new younger Big companies for that. Gen AI can let come me just for say yeah the crown of Google search.
0: We decided to do this on Sunday and then like the headlines kept rolling it out to support it. So it'll be a really good piece. Make sure you catch yeah. that. And we'll see you on Monday.
1: Have a good weekend D life is a highway